This podcast is brought to you by Gun Owners of America, the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. You're listening to Pennsylvania Reloaded with your host, Dr. Val Finnell. Welcome to Episode 10 of Pennsylvania Reloaded, your best information source on what's happening in the Pennsylvania General Assembly and across the Commonwealth. My name is Dr. Val Finnell, your Pennsylvania Director for Gun Owners of America. Thanks for listening. And please don't forget to share this podcast with your pro-gun family and friends. For this week's episode, I'll be doing another legislative say-so and election update. But first, this week's big news. GOA won a victory in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit. The court reversed the district court's decision, which had denied GOA's motion for a preliminary injunction on bump stocks. Gun Owners of America is seeking an injunction to prevent ATF from implementing a final rule incorrectly classifying bump stocks as machine guns under federal law. The case was brought by Gun Owners of America, Gun Owners Foundation, the Virginia Citizens Defense League, Matt Watkins, Tim Harmsman of the Military Arms Channel, and GOA's Texas Director, Rachel Malone. What does this decision mean? This means that for the first time, Anywhere in the entire country, a court has sided with a pro-gun organization against the ATF on their bump stock ruling, which classified bump stocks as machine guns. Now the battle goes back to the district court. As you can well imagine, Biden's ATF will be fighting against us at every step of the way. As for now, bump stocks are not yet legal. By sending this case back to the district court, the appeals court is ordering the lower court to impose an injunction against the ATF's bump stock ruling. In a best-case scenario, bump stocks could become legal in the four states within the Sixth Circuit, Kentucky, Michigan, Ohio, and Tennessee, and might even apply to members of GOA and VCDL nationwide. Please stay tuned for further updates on this. Please follow the link in the show notes to support our efforts. Now for legislative news. The Capitol finally reopened to the public on Monday, March 22nd, after being closed since December. I was there to lobby for two pro-gun bills that got filed the week before, HB 979 and SB 448. Our bills to strengthen the firearms preemption laws in PA were both filed. HB 979, sponsored by Representative Matt Dowling, was referred to the House Judiciary Committee, and SB 448, sponsored by Senator Wayne Langerholk, was referred to the Senate Local Government Committee. GOA sent an alert out on both bills. You can find the link in the show notes. So if you haven't done so, click on it to send a message to your legislators. After the alert was sent, I lobbied to get additional co-sponsors on the Senate bill, and I'm happy to report that we have added Senator Regan and Senator Ament to SB 448, who are both on the Senate Local Government Committee. There are only two majority members who have not co-sponsored the bill yet, the committee chair, Senator Chris Dush, and Senator Patrick Brown. In addition to the two additional Republican committee co-sponsors, I was also able to get Democratic Senator Jim Brewster on the bill. That officially makes it bipartisan. On the House preemption bill, only four Republicans have not co-sponsored to date of this recording. Representative Natalie Mihalik, David Millard, Jim Rigby, and Todd Stevens. Todd Stevens is an anti-gun Republican who voted against the Strength and Preemption Bill last session. I'm working on getting the other three Republicans on board. 
If you heard your senator's or representative's name as one who didn't co-sponsor these bills, please contact them to do so immediately. Let me make it clear that without your previous grassroots efforts, it would not have been possible for me to achieve these results last week. Keep up the good work and keep the pressure on. We are putting the final touches on Senator Mastriano's Right to Bear Arms Protection Act. We've discussed this bill on a previous podcast, so I won't rehash it here. Once a bill is filed, I will be sure to let you know so that we can start working it. Neither the House nor the Senate Constitutional Carry Bill has been filed yet. At last check, there were 62 co-sponsors on the House bill, which is a record number. Again, this credit is due to your actions. It's all because of your efforts. As far as Second Amendment sanctuary ordinances, or SESOs, GOA has efforts underway in Carbon, Columbia, and Lycoming counties. I was on the Carbon Matters broadcast hosted by Commissioner Chris Lukasevich last week and have additional meetings coming up with the Carbon County Commissioners. If you live in these counties, be sure to contact your county commissioners and ask them to pass GOA say-so. Somerset County recently passed a Second Amendment sanctuary resolution, even though we asked for an ordinance. Mark Kosterko, the owner of MT Arms in Somerset, did a lot of work on immobilizing the grassroots, and it was truly amazing. I want to personally thank Mark for all of his efforts over the last year. As you know, resolutions are really just meaningless statements. GOA's ordinance provides for the required non-cooperation and penalties to have the teeth necessary to protect the rights of citizens in the county. We'll keep working on the other counties mentioned to push for the say-so rather than resolutions. As far as elections, Representative Jeff Pyle in the 60th Legislative District recently announced his retirement due to health reasons. The Republican, Republicans nominated Powell's chief of staff, Abby Major, as the nominee for the special election. The Democrats nominated Frank Prezenica. GOA surveys are being sent to both candidates. For the special election for House District 59, GOA will be endorsing Leslie Rossi, who returned her survey with a 100% score. The Democrat, Mariah Fisher, never responded. Still pending are the races for Senate District 48, and Senate District 22. The special election for Senate District 22 is to fill the vacant seat left by Senator John Blake, who left to work in Congressman Cartwright's office. The Democrats nominated Marty Flynn as their candidate, and Chris Chermack is the Republican candidate. For Allegheny County Sheriff, GOA will endorse Democrat Kevin Krause over former State Representative Dom Costa. Kevin Krause is a pro-gun candidate while Dom Costa advocated for gun control in the Pennsylvania General Assembly. Costa supported a bump stock ban, universal background checks, and removing the ability for a third party to safely keep firearms when a defendant is ordered to surrender them. Costa is no friend of gun owners. GOA is also getting ready to make judicial endorsements and is grading surveys for Supreme Court and Commonwealth Court. Be sure to subscribe to our email list at pennsylvania.gunowners.org to keep up with judicial and other endorsements that will be coming. It isn't easy to get an endorsement from GOA, and we do not endorse candidates in all races, even those where surveys were returned. Marginal candidates are just that, marginal. We are extremely careful in whom we endorse, and the discussions go to the top levels of GOA before we make a call. 
Pennsylvania gun owners deserve no less than that. Remember, you can find this podcast on gunowners.org slash Pennsylvania Reloaded. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to shows. Be sure to sign up for our email list at pennsylvania.gunowners.org and follow us on Facebook and MeWe. My Twitter handle is Lobbyist. Make sure to share this podcast with your pro-gun family and friends. And as always, stand up for your rights and stand fast. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Pennsylvania Reloaded with Dr. Val Finnell. As a state chapter of the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington, GOA Pennsylvania exists to protect your God-given right to keep and bear arms. To get involved in the fight for our Second Amendment, visit pennsylvania.gunowners.org.